artificial intelligence, uh, yeah, I'd say mainly probably in the, um, well, we could for both, but I'd say mainly in the virtual reality space. Yeah. Um, I think AR, augmented reality, is going to be a great resource for like hospitals, for certain industries, yeah. um, you know, like mechanics, for, you know, um, people, you know, supply chain, be able to like see, you know, like enhanced, you know, like Iron Man shit, bro. Like, Dude, this is going to be like, like Superman shit where I can like, you can see like some naked, Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. I don't know if there's a company working on really that. Yeah. Right now, like, oh hell, that, that is augmented reality. I don't know if we're looking at my wife in the exactly. future. Like, take them glasses exactly. off. Take them glasses off. Let's yeah. see what you're doing. Whoa, you yeah. got the naked mode on, my wife. <laughs> So, Adversity Kings, episode six. Awesome, phenomenal, superstar, dope guest out of Chicago. Yes, sir. Not originally out of Chicago, but out of Chicago currently, we got Landon Campbell, right? Yeah, Landon Campbell, Campbell, like the suit. Like the suit. <laughs> so we got Landon as our as our guest today, and I actually had the opportunity to uh, speak with speak with you a few times to do a little feature, and do a little podcast ourselves. Of course. So uh, in addition to that, let's just jump right back into you and... Uh, I like to always just kind of open up with where where were the origins? So where the origin where you story from? Got me sounding like a superhero, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, so born and raised in the Bay Area. Yep. Um, my entire life, and kind of had like this, you know, inch to like get out of California for college. So I ended up going to DePaul University, moved yep. to Chicago, knew nobody. So two thousand miles away from home, no friends. Where did you Chicago? Where you like? You looked at a map mm-hmm. of like Chicago, bro. So like Chicago. To be honest, like from the perspective of someone from California, no one really visits the Midwest. The Midwest yeah. doesn't get a lot of love. It's all about, you know, New York, yeah, Florida. West Coast and East Coast. Exactly. Both uh, like the West Coast. Valleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I visited and I just fell in love with it, man. I just saw so much potential. And um, obviously, you know, I could have never predicted a lot of this stuff that I've been able to do and build here in the city. But like, I knew just like, this is, this is my place to do it. So when you say Bay Area, for those of us that like aren't smart, yeah. like, what city is that? <laughs> so Bay Area is considered San Francisco, Oakland, and a few other smaller cities. But if anybody, SoCal, right? Exactly, yeah. If anybody, it took me forever to figure that out. NorCal, NorCal, actually. That's yeah. No, yeah, so yeah. that's NoCal, right? Yes, that's NoCal, yeah, yeah. Okay. SoCal is like LA and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if anybody says they're from the Bay and they're not from Oakland, SF, or yeah. bullshit. <laughs> what do you like more? Um, shit, man. Like, out of L.A. and the Bay? Yeah. For sure the Bay. The I Bay? think L.A., like, I, you know, I have a lot of fa- family in L.A. I've been there a lot of times, but excluding my family, you know, I feel like just L.A. creates some bad energy sometimes. You gotta, yeah. you gotta find your group, but, like, for the most part, I just... Where are like, all these homeless people people talk about? San Francisco. That's where you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Oakland. <laughs> I'm from the Oakland area where we have some homeless, but it's it's really bad in San Francisco. Like, like it's really bad. Bro, like I just brought my boys to the Bay like to visit for the first time for my birthday in January. Yeah, I was with my parents. We were just like out, like you know, like walking around the city, broad daylight. This guy just like rolls up right behind us and starts smoking crack, like just right next to us. Like, first off, like, okay, if you're going to do it, like, go do it over there. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't bring your crack exactly. over here, Jerry. No, no. <laughs> so that was, no. that was nuts. That Especially was nuts. without sharing. Exactly. Yeah, at least offer to my mom. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so it's a huge problem. It is. It is. It's a really big problem. And I just, it's, it, it's a problem for multiple reasons, man. The leadership is one thing in California. You yeah. know, not every leader is bad. But, I mean, there are a lot of leaders that don't have the best intentions, Absolutely. especially in the Bay. And, Also, you know, we have like these pockets of like just high wealth. I mean, think Facebook, all these companies that were built in the Bay, man. Like Silicon Valley. Such a huge difference. It's like you're either, I feel like Cali's like you're rich or you're homeless. Exactly. Which is sad. It's It's ironic and sad. Like, I mean, why is this like per capita, like most billionaires in the country? I don't want to put this out right now because I might be wrong, but like might argue like in the world, but like how do we have so much you know poverty it's it's unfortunate so absolutely one day we can find or like have a leader at the table to like figure that out maybe me yeah <laughs> absolutely and i agree with that and i think for me like it, especially this weekend being around so many like highly successful individuals i went to that maxwell event yeah and we were chopping it up a little bit about that but like so the governor of or the previous governor of tennessee was there multi-billion dollar dude but he starts getting uh speaking in regard to kind of the core of leadership and correspondence with politics Mm -hmm. and where it kind of defers and goes wrong. And exactly like you said, the intentions and agendas of any leader, whether you're leading your high school football team or you're leading a state, a country, uh, whatever it might be, 
your if your agenda isn't to serve the greater good of the people, and and people typically get deceived by media, and I you know you're probably like me. I don't really watch like. Fox News or see, I don't really watch news. I'm in the I don't middle of yeah, politics. Exactly. I get my I just, news off Twitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Twitter, like friends, like, hey, do you hear this? Exactly. Is this true? Yeah. Like, me, like, my news is Joe Rogan. So, like, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. always taking, like, a new vitamin or something because I believe what everything that Joe Rogan says. Bro. Just the doctors. <laughs> he's, he's a goat. There's a lot of credible people he brings on there. So, I get yeah. a, lot of, a lot of stuff from there. But I, it, it, if, if in that position, from what you know, like, what would be your because I'm curious about it I'm thinking like what would be your solution for ending or or just bringing Cali back around of course of course well first off like right before we get there you just brought up a great thing you know with Joe Rogan I want to point something out man because I feel like I'm excited for the future and I'm excited like where we're at right now you know when you look at media the lens of media I don't think the power is in the you know legacy media company anymore you know it's not in the CNNs it's not in the Fox that's why they're trying to die out well, because guess who's going to be taking over? The people like Joe Rogan's, the yes. individual, the creator's us, bro. Yes. I mean, like having a podcast and audience and community, like that's going to count for so much. So yes. kind of weaving that into your question, like, you know, someone with a strong platform um, that's able to like actually be doing it for good. I mean, like that's what it's really going to take. Yeah. Um, I mean, anything like, but politics is a dirty game, man. And I, I have respect for a lot of politicians. I've had a bunch of my podcasts and they're genuine, nice people, but there are some that I also see and you just like see the bullshit right away. I mean, I, I was in student government in college where I was a vice president of Nepal and even on that level, it was like, it was dirty. Like it was, I mean, hell and, yeah. Yeah, man. Like some power hungry. Kids people. trying to yeah. like take your throne. <laughs> exactly. Did you see Landon? Yeah. Like, he was smoking crack in the bay with exactly. Jerry. Exactly. <laughs> That's something, yeah. Smear campaigns. Everywhere. Yeah. But um, man, there, there are good politicians though. Andrew Yang, like you, you know, Yang or... Well, he's been so he's I, like I love saying yes to everything people say, but I'm not gonna. Well, right you, you should check him out. You're gonna yeah. like, maybe, <laughs> I don't know him. Maybe yeah. get him on the podcast, but he is a like former businessman. Okay, um, turned he was a presidential candidate. He ran Democrat, but now he just created his own party called the Forward Party. Yes, um, and that just sounds though. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, no, no. He's he does a lot of things that I support. Overall, like we understand that. Um, a lot of people are going to be losing jobs over the next, you know, decade due to, yeah. like, robotics and, like, you know, artificial intelligence. Dude, so, yeah, the book I'm reading. Exactly, bro. So it's he's scary. trying to, like, help people, like, figure out, you know, like, get more people involved in coding, get more people yeah. job involved in, like, skills, um, building their skills. So, I, like, those are issues that, like, are actually important. Yes. You're, like, not, like, we could, we could go on about so much in, unimportant shit that people are always talking about on Capitol yes. Hill, but... Like, I don't know. I, I support the politicians that, like, are actually, as you said, trying to make a difference for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, just removing, like, you know, what, why are there groups and teams when it comes to politics? And, you know, I, I, I kind of pride myself in not talking about politics. <laughs> but, but it's kind of like, I think I think it's irresponsible leadership when you avoid, yeah. you know, obvious problems. And I think with that, it's like, what, but again, I'm like, why the heck are there teams? Why isn't it just like, if, if we're going to make a team, why don't we call it like human? One what team. Mean? Exactly. One team. Yeah, yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, like, America. I, I just want, yeah, yeah. it's like, it should just be America. Like, let's Bro. just vote for the greater good of people being alive, healthy, and well. You know why, though? People are, so humans naturally, like, you know, we're, it's called binary thinkers. You know, we love to see like this versus that. Yeah. It's impossible to just have like one common goal. And like, you know, sometimes we do have that, but like, bro, everybody appreciates competition. Everybody, it's kind of how we're wired. It's how we're wired. That and, fight or yeah, flight mentality exactly. is kind of reverting back this to like, or that. here's how we were like, just kind of created over the years we've kind of evolved into, but that never, never leaves where we came from of like, yo, yeah. you know, these are my sticks and this is my mammoth that I killed. Shit hasn't really changed for the most part. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much the same. It's, just, it's crazy, man. So, um, that, that, that kind of sidetracked us from where, where I wanted to I love to how we started like, the conversation yeah. with that, though. It's important. <laughs> but I, I love it. You know what I mean? Maybe it'll grab somebody's attention. But yeah, yeah. again, this is the second episode or sixth episode. Somebody's going to hear it. Yeah, yeah. going to listen except you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in addition to that, I'm thinking, what was growing up for you like in the Bay Area? Like, what were some, what was growing up for you? Of like? course, man. So, like, I appreciated it uh, for multiple reasons. Um, and fuck, where do I even start with this? First off, like, you know, I've, I've always had so much respect, you know, for entrepreneurship. Like, yeah. That's what pushes this country forward. What inspired that? Was it mom? Being around it, um, really. I mean, just in the Bay, bro. I mean, I mentioned, like, you know, Facebook yeah, and dumb. all these Obviously companies. Yeah, I mean, we, we are the, I mean, our area, we have a lot of great innovation coming out of the Bay. 
Um, and just being around that. Is Zuckerberg in there? So Zuckerberg's in the Bay. But but you realize you, the, the, the real dogs are in Seattle. So we do have the Bill Gates and we do have the Bezos you right in Seattle. In Seattle. Um, but you know, like there are like a lot of companies like in the Bay or Twitter. Musk will started like, you know, in the Bay and stuff. And okay. now he's in Texas. And that's that's the interesting thing. Like a lot of people are leaving the Bay because they're leaving, going to Texas. Miami, Texas, New York. Yep. That's what I'm kinda seeing trends right now. New York's even worse. So New York is a big crypto hub right now, bro. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And that's also something we can dive in and talk to. Uh, talk yeah, about we got to educate because I yeah. need to, like, we need to spend like 15, 20 minutes just because we I'm will, we will. More yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just in New York and like there was this huge like week long event called um, NFT NYC. Do you have huge. any NFT? Um, so I don't have any NFTs personally, but like I'm very involved in the space. I understand them. I just like you know the thing with NFTs and. We'll get into the conversation, but you want to find some like a project that you support that you think is going to grow yeah. over time, um, and that you know you can identify with as well. Like you know, there are a lot of cool projects out there. Um, I just haven't found a piece that like you know. I, really I feel like the only NFTs that. that are truly going to have value and grow are going to correspond with people's exactly, name. exactly, exactly. So it's like yeah. you're not really buying you know a cool piece of work. You're you're investing into a human. That, that has yep. built up a lot of fame. It's like Michael Jordan owned this NFT, so now exactly. I'm going to pay 100000 Where it's like, if I own that NFT, somebody would charge me for me selling it to him. Yeah. Like, give me 10 bucks. Keyword on investment, though. Um, like, that's the huge good word that you mentioned when it comes to the NFT space. And a lot of people need to realize that. You know, they see these images and they're all like, I could just screenshot this, whatever. But no, like, when you buy an NFT, that's an investment into a community, into a creator. If we made a adversity adversity kings NFT like right now, uh, it would be for people to like join the journey yeah. because they believe that you know this podcast is going to be a top break show one day, and you're going to continue to have good guests on, and yep. it's going to grow. So like that's what's unique about the space, but also like the reason why NFTs are so relevant right now, like in the age of the internet, is because it's just actual proof. You know, there's an online ledger that shows like that this person owns this, yeah, and like yes, you can take a screenshot of it. Um, or whatever, but at the end of the day, like your name is on that. So I'm excited to see, like, not just with art and images, but NFTs are going to shake up the music industry. Yeah, they're going to shake up real estate. Um, they're going to shake up a lot of industries, man. Um, just because, again, it gives people more ownership over their internet property. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So, who was the biggest influences for you growing up as we piece this puzzle together? Yeah, yeah. Um, damn. Like, do they have to be people I know, or can they just be anybody? All right, well, Steve Jobs, I mean, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. When did you latch on to him? How old were you? Oh, like, like back? young, man. And, like, being able to interview the co-founder of Apple uh, was, was a dream come true. Because, um, you know, Jobs, like, I've just always been, like, obsessed with, like, how he thinks. And, obviously, you know, he wasn't, like, a coder. He wasn't, like, the smartest guy in the room. But, like, he just, like, he, well, the slogan that he famously came up with was think different. Yeah. And, like, also, like, just he was constantly looking for ways to make things easier for people. Simplicity. We see that in the products, you know, like they're still like just very easy to use. Um, In a time where like, you know, there were a lot of these computers coming out and like they were just very difficult to use. They were A, like very expensive and B, like only for like an elite group of people. Like, you know, the smart people that could understand how to use them. So he just wanted to open, um, you know, access to technology to everybody. Um, and that's something that I try and do in my everyday life, bro. Like, you know, I've been able to interview some great people on my show and I just uh, feel like, why would I want to just hold that to myself? Let me share it to everybody. Everybody deserves access to unique things. If, if you're able to be influenced by something, everybody should be able to also be influenced by that. Facts. Yeah. So sports growing up, were you involved in like sports? Like, yeah, yeah. As this, as this discipline and this entrepreneurial mindset of like, you know, working first and playing later, because obviously, you know, you've had this since a young age. So like, where's this all come about? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did play some sports. I played lacrosse. I played, you know, some sports. But actually, like, I'd say like majority of my creativity, um, you know, like communication. I was pretty involved in theater. I was a director and show. You know, yeah. growing up. Um, and like I've been That's able to have a lot of vision. Yeah, yeah, I mean you can exactly. see before others can see. That's 100%. one of the biggest things that Maxwell says, and that's one of my favorite mentors. Yeah. Is, is just when it comes to leadership, it's like leaders see before others see. You sound like a visionary, and clearly just a phenomenal leader as well. So it's like seeing before others see. So you believe that creativity kind of corresponds with your love of, of theater and directing. And exactly. Another thing with directing too, like love you never want to like tell the actor you need to feel this. 
you need to do this. Yeah. Instead, you need to like create the environment around them for them to help them get there themselves. Right. So I think that doesn't just have to be for theater. Like that could be for anything, bro. You lead a team. Like yeah. you can, you know, give people the skills they need. You can tell them, you know, like this is what you should be doing in the role. But at the end of the day, like if your dogs aren't hungry, if they're not, if they're not trying to go out there and win deals and yeah. make money, like there's only so much you can do as a leader. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, and then that just, you, you feel like your vision and your clear why kind of fuels your, your discipline and yeah. your work ethic. You know what I mean? With that, is there anything else that kind of like fuels that, encourages that? Cause that's what people miss is because every, a lot of people have a dream mm -hmm. and I, you know, Simon and I say it all the time. It's like, everybody wants to do this and everybody wants to have that. But very few are willing when it comes down to actually paying the price. Like we could all say, leave here right now. Let's go get a Lamborghini. Yeah. But there's no negotiations when it comes to like, luxury lifestyles. They, of course. They, you know what I mean? Like Lamborghinis don't go on sale. There isn't like, hey look, this Lamborghini's 20% off. Like brand new, here's the price you can pay or you can get the hell out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I feel that. When, when it comes to that, I feel like when I, when I look at individuals and where they, they miss the mark, uh, usually it's in the details or it's a lack of discipline as well. Yeah. So, you know, is there anything else that you would say contributes to, to people having discipline and, and just focusing on those details opposed to having a very clear vision of like, where are you going? What needs to get done for you to get there? And why do you want to do it? Of course. But I just like, I'm not fearful of failure. I think that's another big thing. Yeah. Like, you know, um, well, just to give a background to the audience, because I keep talking about the podcast and we give a quick um, synopsis. So like I interview successful people to talk about their 20s. So like, not just like, you know, what they have now, but like what they did to get to where they are today. Um, so like, you know, the mistakes they made, the risks that they took, the failures. So on the subject of failure, you know, a lot of people are always asking me, like, what are some common themes of, uh, you know, the interview guests that you've had on, you know, the Steve Wozniak's, the Ev Williams, the Beto Works, and a lot of these people, bro, and just successful people in general, they're not afraid of failure. They're able to put themselves out there. They're able to try new things. Um, and if, if an idea doesn't work out, yeah, it sucks. No one wants to fail. But at the end of the day, like you're able to learn from that experience. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't start projects because they're scared they're going to fail, which is ironic. You haven't started it yet. Like that means you failed. So yeah. Yeah, you got to start it. And I think the people that fear failure ultimately are the ones that do fail in life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fire. So you talk about fear. You talk about your vision, kind of starting with that, the yeah. area. Getting into, the like, was there anything that kind of inspired you to get into theater and be like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bro, I just like have always loved the art of being able to like, um, you know, help people feel certain ways, you know, different emotions and stuff. And I've, I've seen all sides of theater. I used to act, I wrote plays, and I just really found love for directing though, mainly. I mean, you know, I've always been like the CEO mentality, like, you know, yeah. not because I'm a fucking control addict, but no, because I actually like, you know, like just putting the pieces together and yeah. not always getting credit for it. I was completely fine being like, you know, backstage and letting the actors, you know, be in the limelight yeah. because it was just amazing, like, being able to turn something from nothing into, like, you know, a masterpiece. Um, all the best actors, like, directors as well, like, some of my favorite movies, when I'm, when I'm yeah. seeing some of these actors, like, evolve now, like, when I'm watching, like, new, like, Brad Pitt movies, yeah, yeah. anything with these, like, great, great actors, Scarlett Johansson, all these guys, like, it seems like when the credits come, like, they were, they had part to do with the directing. Yeah. Like so, a large part, like they were like, they were one of the main directors. So 100%. It's, like, it's difficult like to direct and act. And I've seen that a few times Like you know, people will like have a movie and you know, they'll star in it and direct it. That's tough because directing bro, like it's difficult. Cause not only do you have to understand like what you need to be doing as an actor, but like you need to be able to understand what everybody is feeling, what everybody's doing. And there are a lot of directors that like, you know, aren't able to go on stage, you know, they're very quiet people, um, you know, they're not good at acting, but at the end of the day, like your vision needs to be so high def, like you need to be able to like, know exactly like what actors need to be feeling at any yep. given moment. But again, like the the beauty in it is not telling them what to do. You know? yeah. it, the beauty is like trying to get them to follow a certain path. Who's the best director in the ooh, world? Ooh, that's a really good question. For film, um, oh, that's a loaded question, man. I mean. Steven Spielberg, obviously, like, has created some amazing pieces. Um, Quentin Tarantino. Fire. Yeah, it just depends, like, on the, you know, type of genre we're talking. But I mean, what's, I, let, Let's just jump right, because this is my favorite question. Yeah, I, yeah. I usually ask it at the end. Favorite movie? Yeah, your favorite. Is there, like, a top three? That's a great question. Because I've got, like, a top 17. Or I kind of have a top three. Um, I, I'd say that The Departed is one of my favorites. Fire. Um, yeah, with Leo and Matt Damon, like, fire, yeah. fire movie. 
Um, American Psycho and Scarface are like also really, really good. I feel people's favorite movies are mine now. Shutter Island, bro. I mean, there are so many good movies. Um, it's difficult to pick top three, but I'd say Actors is a little more easier for me. Like, I love Denzel. Dude. I love Al Pacino. Dude, so you love Denzel, but how is it the top three not... Um Oh, oh, uh, Training Day. Training in, in Day. In my top or, three. In or, my top three, yeah, yeah. Or Equalizer. Equalizer is a good-ass movie, it's but great movie. not my top three. I'd rather pick John Wick. Have you seen John Wick? John Wick. Yeah. They're, they're both, they're both, both fire. All right, who would you rather go against? John Wick. Wait, I'll even add a third one. Liam Neeson from Taken. Yeah. So imagine that like, he just gets his daughter taken away. Yeah. Would you rather go after him, John Wick, or um, what's the third one? Denzel and Equalizer. Well, so I would say the one I wouldn't want to go after would probably be, <laughs> if I like ranked it, it would probably be like, don't want to go after John. I feel like he's just way, like, yeah. he's the most technical devil. Yeah, yeah. He can't be killed. Then Denzel. Um, and then would be Liam Neeson. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think that's pretty good. Just, you know. But so, Denzel and the Equalizer, like that was. Five hours. You cut out hit. another John Wick. Yeah, no, no, no. I saw, um, I've been seeing some set photos for that. Another Matrix, another John Wick. Bro, he's a really cool guy. I don't know his story exactly, Ke- but... Keanu, Keanu yeah, Keanu, 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 Keanu? I think it's Keanu. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. Like I'm about to say Caillou. But no, he's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a sick actor. <laughs> you know, he's, boy, God, that Caillou shit was. He's a cool ass guy. <laughs> when I would hear Caillou come up, like, even as a young-ass child... Was that your favorite show? Girl? No, dude. I, like, I, would, I, was, I was, like, on game as a child. Like, I hated the sound of yeah. it. You know what I mean? I hated that show. I, I don't even think we were... I was allowed to watch TV. Like, growing up... I grew up in the South. Yeah, yeah. And we watched, I watched Animal Planet. If I was allowed, then I was just forced to be outside. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty That's much the Southern hospitality right there. Right, right? dude? <laughs> but I love these directors. I yeah. love it. I'm putting the movie yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, so The Departed is for sure like one of my top movies. Uh, Fire movie. I just like movies that take you on a journey, journey. and like just are nonstop. Highly involved. Yeah. Did you yeah. like Uncut Gems? Have you seen that? I think I, is with Adam Sandler. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was I think movie. it was a good movie. Yeah, not like one of my favorites, but yeah, I thought that was really good. good. Yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. I love, I love. So you know, obviously, you kind of get worried about like meeting kind of like your idols. You know what I yeah. mean? But like from what I, from the vibe I get, I feel like he's just a dope ass dude. I feel like he's got a good heart, bro. For sure, that would you know be sick. You know, he just plays basketball in New York and stuff. I was gonna say, yeah, casually. I think he's just. Like, we could probably I, meet him. <laughs> I always see like pictures of him like just wearing like the, yeah, 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 just like having a ball. <laughs> Like carrying around yeah. a jar of pickles or something, just no. Oh, yeah, that was photo was so weird. I just saw that. Humble. So I get just like this humble vibe from him. Yeah, like just something like a humble, cool dude. Those are the best people to be. What's around. your favorite Adam Sandler movie? That's such a again. That's like a loaded question. That's yeah. such a great ass question. So I feel like for me, I think I watched The Longest Yard. Yeah, that's a good one. As a kid, but at the same time, I think as as like a funny movie, I'd say like Billy Madison. Billy Madison's a good What's one. What's your favorite actor? Uh, maybe Click, bro. Click's a good one. Yeah, movie, that's kind of like a crazy movie, though. Like, yeah, it is. Nice. <laughs> I think they meant to like make it funny, but it ended up like being pretty sad. Like, yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, I respect it. It was a good movie. Yep. Yeah. Bigger meaning as well. What was another one of his funny, funny movies? Um, I'm going blank. Oh, yeah, me too. Not out of Sandler, but like the other guys. I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. The other guys is a great movie, Step Brothers. Step Brothers go to good areas. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Deadpool movies. I love the Deadpool movies. Those movies are good. So and who's that actor? Ryan Reynolds. I love that. Dude. He's funny. So he just did a movie called Guy. I wasn't gonna watch it. Free Guy. Did you like it? Yeah, it was a great movie and he directed it too. So oh, wow. now he's so a that's main character. Example. Yeah, exactly. that, that's tough. Like that's main difficult. character and directs the movie and it's a great movie. Wow, I haven't seen it. Movie. You know, I did read something a few weeks ago that, like, after that movie came out, he put out a statement that he's kind of done, like, yeah. movies for a little bit. Yeah. And that probably goes to show you, like, he had to do so much, because he probably produced it as well, so yeah. he was directing, producing, and acting. And yeah. Like, that's, that's a triple threat. That's what we call triple threat. A go-to <laughs> funny combo, I feel like, is The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah, they're, they're a good group. They're, they're good. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say they're, like, up there with excellent, Yeah. but from, like... What other people could produce compared to what they produce, I think they're they're definitely a good group when it comes to movies. Yeah, bro, that would be a great person to meet. I have a question for you then. Yeah. So, like, you know, since on my podcast I interview successful people, if you had the three people that you could meet and have a thirty minute conversation with, who and why? Dude, that's such a hard ass question. <laughs> I can go first if you want, because I, yeah. I already got I already got my yeah. Team. Go for it. This is something that I'm like ashamed that I haven't really thought yeah. out more of. Like I already met like 
like just my mentor alone right now that, that I'm, I, you know, I'm partners with in business. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think he would, he would, you know, kind of supersede everything just because of how much he's done for me on a personal level. Yeah, yeah. But go with your three. I'm gonna think of three. So my three, like I've already like thought about how the conversation's gonna go in my head. Like yeah. you know, I've already, man, I might be able to like you know make them happen in the future at the pace that we're doing with the podcast right now. But I mean, Elon, obviously. Yeah. He lived in a YMCA in his twenties. Like. Yeah. Became the most richest person in the world. Yeah. Is like a good rich guy too like you know Bezos yeah. has done so much for society and I love him but like Elon like bro he's trying to like get our species like you know yeah forget like you know we're, he's trying to like actually help us out like a lot yeah yeah um, people don't give him enough credit Dave Chappelle yeah my number two um, I mean he's like just one of my inspirations and he's just so not just funny but like so like you know socially just intelligent like just how he speaks and the content that he speaks about as well I mean really good um, and number three, I think I'm going to go with Kanye. That would be yeah. a crazy conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> so I think I knew immediately who I would want to be. I think it would be Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And then I'm torn between, you know, because I'm so obsessed with Elon and Jeff, but I, I, yeah. I don't know how the conversation would go. So I'm like, I feel like Elon, I think I would go with Elon over Jeff. Yeah. And then Mike Jordan. That would be a good one. But I, I think that conversation I'd be, you know, intimidated by as well because yeah. I feel like he just like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Have you seen all this like hate that Scotty Pippen's been? I about? know. I feel bad. You know, I don't yeah. know. You never know, like you know, all the sides of the story. But I kind of feel bad. You know, though I feel like even if I feel disrespected or something like that, I feel like I'm gonna just kind of just like call. Yeah. You know. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe I know there's levels. Yeah, you know, I they're know. on a way different level. Like, we're not like friends that. with those. I actually did meet Scotty once though. Um, in Chicago, bro. It was All Star Weekend. Yeah. Um, I went to Soho House. It was like yeah. this uh, place in Chicago, and I'm like walking, and like, I look to my right and I double take, because um, like you know when you like see something but you don't believe it. Scotty Pippen by himself at a table with like just four girls our age, probably, um, just having the he had this white turtleneck on, shades in the club. Um, and just was like chilling, dude. And I was just like, well, Is he not so, married? So he was married, but he got a divorce. Remember, his, I think his ex I like, got with Future or something like that. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. <laughs> but I shook his hand and everything. I said, Yo, I'm a big fan. And I just had interviewed um, Tim Hardaway Sr. on my podcast. Yes. So I told him about the episode, and he was a nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though. Like, I mean, and he has that brand, though. Like, he, he hangs out with a lot of younger women. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty set on, on, on those three. I want to throw in a woman as well. Oh, dude, I'm Oprah would be mine. Oprah? Yeah, for sure. And I don't say that out there to just be like, oh, I got to diversify. I'm just, no, I mean, we just gave three. So yeah, like, exactly. I, I honestly just genuinely, I'm thinking like, like who's like highly successful, respectable? And Ariana I, Huffington, Huffington Post would be great. Um, I can only think of Rihanna right now. Rihanna, yeah. Is she a billionaire? Bro, yeah, she just hit billionaire She just hit billionaire Crazy size. that, like, she's, I mean, she's a genius as well. Like Genius. Like, I mean. Adversity. I, just, I love the pivot that people are yeah. able to make. Like, you know, they're so good at something, but, like, you're able to, like, do other things that, like, yeah. you know, are still related to the brand. Like, you know, great musician, but, like, makeup and lingerie was a pretty smart move yeah. for her. Like, that was just. Yeah. And jay Z the same way, man. Like, he great at music, but, like, diversified so well. Very difficult to do. Not everybody can do it, but, like. If you can, I'd probably get a lot of slack, but I'd say even like Kylie Jenner. I just think if you can like get into the possession of billions of dollars, yeah. I don't really care how you get it if it's inherited and you don't lose it all. It's easier like to, to yeah, lose. It it's yeah. easier to lose. So I'd like I, you, I, I think everybody deserves a certain level of respect, regardless of, of people's opinions of oh you know what I mean or trust fund baby this that whatever. Yeah. It's like you know our kids are going to be you know, yeah. in a great <laughs> position, so it's like. I want somebody talking shit on my on my child, you know, and I hope I hope you know I feel like it's it's kind of like saying you know like a certain group of people are bad people, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like there's there's individually bad people, and there's individually good people. Of course, with so anything, like a, with anything, with anything yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So we can't just label and classify everybody as as, as certain things. Yeah, because it's so easy to do that. Man. Yeah, like, it's so easy to just like put groups of people together and say hey, like all these people think the same, but like. No, and like we can, we, there are so many examples for that. But like yeah, facts. People probably listening understand, you know what I'm saying. You know, like facts. we just can't group people together, and like facts. it's that simple. Because um, everybody's individual, um, everybody's unique, you know, as an individual. And personally, I would have a conversation like with anybody, bro. Like I, 
Absolutely. Doesn't mean I have to agree with you, but like I will. Every opportunity that you yeah. open your ears is an opportunity to learn. Exactly. If you're learning yeah, something yeah. you don't want to do, you want to do, or you just really don't care. Doesn't yeah. Matter. Exactly. We would be like way better as a species if we could just listen better. Absolutely. And like you got to lead with listening first. And someone you know that I used to work for gave great advice. Um, you know, he's a leader that I respected. He told me that the the best leaders are always the last ones in the room to speak. Dude, I was literally just gonna share the advice I got from Maxwell, and he said. Two words, and this is really powerful. We said just talk last. Yeah. Talk last. Literally. Because you can just like see, hear, and learn so much just by doing that. And um, yeah, that's a that's a big skill that more, we got we gotta teach that to more people. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> Maybe that's the title of the episode. Yeah. Listen first. <laughs> listen first, dude. So yeah. and speaking of listening, let's all listen real quick in regards to like so how the fuck does this crypto thing work, dude? Like that's a loaded question as well. Like, what, what parts of what it? Are, like, okay. I hear well, blockchain, I hear okay. mining, I well, hear Dogecoin, Shiba Huba Hiba. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Of like, course. All right. Well, first off, let me let me give my uh, statement. I'm not a financial you know, advisor, so Assuming make sure to do your own research before you go in. Don't just go, you know, dropping bands on Doge without doing research. But, I mean, let, let me give this explanation because, again, there's a lot within crypto. The internet. So, like, we're children of the internet, bro. Like, I mean, when we came up, like, the internet was really starting to pop off. So, I like to think about the internet in three different ways. We have Web 1, Web 2, and Web 3. Web 1 was, like, the first iteration of the internet. So, like, there were publishers that would put content on the internet. You know, the average consumer, you and I, like, we couldn't add to the internet. You know, it was just a resource. It was a dictionary. Like, you know, we just go. Shit's already there. That's it. Web 2 which is what we've been on for like the past, you know, like um, decade plus, we have opportunities to be contributors to the internet. We can post content, we can create websites, uh, we can build brands. So that's web two, you know, this is the age of social media. This is the age of the creator, the influencer. This is, you know, the age of, you know, the internet that we've come to know it. Web three is, you know, where we're going in the future. It's gonna be the next iteration of the internet and it just means more ownership over your intellectual property, um, you know, over... So the web is evolving. The web is evolving. And crypto has a big space to play in that because crypto is the currency of the internet. What backs crypto? So that's another big thing as well. Um, you know, the block. So the blockchain is what crypto is run on. Um, and there are many different crypto projects. So we have, you obviously know Bitcoin. Yeah. Bitcoin, I like to think of it um, as a... Um, Bitcoin's like a gold. So, you know, it's something that's going to increase in value over time, something that you can hold on to. But then you have things like Ethereum. You have things like Solana. Um, what these, separates these? Yeah, so these are different projects. They're different coins um, of the sort. But if, if Bitcoin is the gold, Ethereum, for example, is the gas. So you can use Ethereum to build apps. You can use Ethereum to build communities. You can use Ethereum online, to, online all online. What would an online community do? Um, so there are something now, we're about to give you listeners a whole lot of information. Um, there are things right now called DAOs. They're decentralized autonomous organizations. Um, so it's pretty much a collective of individuals. You pay a certain amount of crypto, you know, Ethereum, et cetera, um, to get ownership within this community. Um, and you know, once you're a part of that community, there's no hierarchy. Uh, the community can do whatever they want. There's a one DAO, for example, that just purchased. Did you ever hear about that Wu Tang album? Like the one Wu Tang album. They, I think very, very. They, so Wu Tang put out an album like um, a few years ago, one copy. It's not public, um, and like no one's listened or like heard it. But this DAO, this community that's run completely through crypto, collectively purchased the Wu Tang album. So now they own the rights of that album, which is going to increase over time. It's like an online collaborative buying force. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so that's what well, it is. How do you say it again? Decentralized Autonomous Organization is what it's called. Okay. So just thinking about like many you know organizations now, there's a big hierarchy. There are people at the top, you know, boards, et cetera, that, you know, like make majority of the money as, you know, they should good. But, um, you know, there are a lot of people getting left out um, that you know are part of these organizations. So if you're at a DAO, there's no hierarchy. Um, everybody has control over the decisions that are made. So if we want to purchase, um, if we want to purchase you know, a car, you know, through the DAO, we can do that. But like, there's voting power, etc. 
but it's just a nice concept that there's no hierarchy. I think it's really cool. So concept. it really is an online community where you unite your online currency to create that community. Exactly. Like a, community exactly yeah yeah it's kind of self-explanatory yeah so that's like the first side of like crypto the second side you know we see facebook just rebranded their name to meta yeah a lot of companies are investing into virtual reality and augmented reality dude i think the world in 10 years is going to look very different absolutely we already spent ready like, player one is a great movie yes yeah yeah so i love that movie and i love that you brought that up ready player player one that's like one you know world i think in our Lifetime, we're gonna have like multiple different worlds. Where yeah. Like we could, you could yes. go somewhere else. I could go somewhere else. Yes. Um, and that's why, like you know, we see all these like communities that already exist, you know, in the world. Um, I just got a funny example from someone I work with. So you know, QAnon, like the, the um, crazy like group of people. Um, a little bit vaguely. Okay. Right. So there are like just interesting groups, you know, in this country that you know like are bonded over their shared beliefs. Yeah. QAnon being one. I mean, there are others. Uh, that's just the example I'm choosing to give. But can you imagine like how exciting it's going to be for them to be able to like leave our reality and like just go somewhere where like they're only surrounded by people that believe and support them? Ah, uh, yeah. Because obviously, so what I, do they believe in? So everybody like a, extremists, you know, pretty much uh, yeah. and stuff. Um, which you know that's all I'll say. Yeah. There. But um, like there are so many groups that are just going to be so excited to like get out of this world and like go do their own shit. So yeah. I think that, um, you know, in 10 years, what's the difference between virtual reality? I'm sorry to cut you off. And no, of course. Reality. Great question. So augmented reality, um, changes the current reality that we're in. So if I had augmented reality glasses, I'd be able to like see your name right here. I'd be able to see like, you know, like your birthday. I'd be able to like, in virtual your, reality is it takes you somewhere completely you. Okay. new. Yes. Augmented is, it changes the current reality. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like more? That's a great question. Um, because we see like different companies are investing in different things. Facebook or Meta, they're investing heavily into virtual reality. Yeah. Apple is investing into augmented reality um, and they're trying to do things there. I think that, um, first off, I don't know if they're going to like completely be able to coexist. You know, like they're just like so different. And like, yeah. I feel like people are going to either. They would compete. They're gonna, yeah, exactly. So, and how about artificial intelligence? Would it play a role in these two? Artificial intelligence, uh, yeah, I'd say mainly probably in the, um, well, we could for both, but I'd say mainly in the virtual reality space. Yeah. Um, I think AR, augmented reality, is gonna be a great resource for like hospitals, for certain industries. Yeah. Um, you know, like mechanics, for, you know, um, people, you know, supply chain, to be able to like see, you know, like enhanced, you know, like Iron Man shit, bro. Like, Dude, this is gonna be like Superman shit where I can like, you can see like some naked. Pretty <laughs> much, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. I don't know if there's. I'm not trying to get really yeah. sure right now. But I'm like, oh hell, that, that is augmented reality. I don't know if we're looking at my wife in the exactly. future. Like, take them glasses exactly. off. Take the glasses off. Let's yeah. see what you're doing. Whoa, you, you got know. the naked mode on, my wife. <laughs> yeah, dude, the world is going to be crazy in ten years. But at the end of the day, like. We're already like I, we spend six hours plus on our phones a day, bro. We're already living virtually. I think you know which one? Yeah, we're already. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're practically living in VR. We right live there. VR. We live. So that's why. How, now, how do we get crypto into VR? Um, because it's all going to be tied through you know the internet. It's all going to be tied okay. through the blockchain. So like that's um, and also just like how does a coin come to exist? I feel like there's a new one every day. Like why is it Bitcoin the only coin? Of course, yeah, yeah. So anybody can work on a coin. Anybody can work on a project, which is why you need to do your research. So you can create your own coin. I could create a landing coin right when we get out this interview. I could. Um, and but what would make it worth sixty thousand dollars a coin? Of course, um, the public, the community. You know the. See again, I feel like that's an NFT. Like why doesn't Michael Jordan just create a coin, the MJ coin? You know everybody should buy a piece, well, and he should double his net worth right now. Bro, a lot of people are going to be continuing to do that. A lot of people already are, but like. Trust me, like you we're were just showing me that one website where you you make yes. yourself a coin. Yes, um, yeah. So you could actually like invest in celebrities, invest in influencers. Yeah. Very interesting concept. But we're like we're we're at the cusp of Web three. We're at the beginning, um, and I, our grandkids are going to be the ones that really thrive. exactly exactly. But I talk to people all the time, like you know, people who are maybe like two times older than us and made billions off of the internet. I spoke with the co-founder of Twitter, and um, you know, a lot of these individuals, and they they. A lot of these individuals mentioned that like what they're seeing right now is how it felt when the internet was like starting up. Yeah. Just like that sheer like curiosity, 
hope, um, you know, interest. And uh, they're seeing that now, you know, in this crypto and this Web3 space. So I'm excited for the future. I think that there are going to be so many more companies that come alive, and which is good. I mean, that just su- supports, you know, how uh, how we go further as a people, as a country, you know, being able to create more opportunities for people, more jobs. Um, so I just think right now, be educated on it. Do your research. Um, don't, you know, invest in stuff you don't know about, but like at least know about it. Um, so like that, if you do want to put some money in the crypto space. The, the last question I got to crypto is, what course. does mining a coin mean? Of course, so that one, um, I don't have the best answer for because like that, I've never mined a coin, but um, yeah, that's, that's a whole process. That yeah. I also need to do a little more research on, which is good, man. I yeah. mean, there's so much to learn. Like there's yeah. so much. And it's so you can't just Exactly. You can't just like hop on YouTube for a day. You gotta, you know, yeah. invest your, in this for a minute and you're like, just try to learn as much as you can. But there's a lot, there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff going on in the world right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So the government recently, you know, over the last year or so, over the last years, they, they've kind of released, you know, that obviously aliens are real. <laughs> have you experienced that? Or have you, I want to come into contact with somebody that of knows course. somebody or something. So I actually got drinks with an alien last night. Okay. Um, awesome. <laughs> bro, I, I wish. That would be tight. But I I totally believe in that, man. I mean, we're not the only ones here. Like, yeah. universe is huge. Like, yeah. Yeah, I find it very hard to believe that like we're the only yeah. uh, life form, and for sure the most not or not the most intelligent. I mean, yeah. out of what else is out there, bro? I mean, there are for sure other Dude, ways. Somebody told me something about like dolphins the other day, where it's like there people like there's like a dolphin birth that women can give. Either I was having a crazy dream or something. Wait, what happened? Told me this. Like, what happened? Where you, you can like like go to like some place in like Hawaii or something. And like give birth like in the ocean or something. Wow! And like dolphins like swim around. I you. That's so expensive. But but <laughs> it's, it's extremely expensive. But apparently, like what happens is like because we're talking about intelligence, and like a, a, I believe, and I could be wrong. Maybe I had this real fucked up dream, <laughs> you know. But I think I'm. I don't know who this was. Somebody something told me, and if you're following, just this. Clearly, we know dolphins are intelligent. Of course, like probably the one. They're like one of the most intelligent Mm -hmm. animals. That's fine. Hey, man, we're gonna find out real quick. We're gonna see (laughs) dolphins are animals, but basically, they're extremely intelligent. And essentially, when you're giving birth, like they can like sense it. Yeah. And the woman's giving birth, and then like give a. I think I got this on Rogan actually. They give up like like these sensors or something like that. So I don't I don't know what the hell it is, but it like ultrasound, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, something, and it it, it essentially almost like enhances the birth. Wow. And like almost, I don't know if it's imagine if we did that, we'd be 10 times more smart. Well, I think think (laughs) what happened is like the government kind of like, like limited it, discovered it. Like, I don't know if like, maybe that's how Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos were born. Wow. They were like, ah, you know, I don't know. I'm making this shit up. (laughs) No way. But I swear to God, (laughs) I think it was Joe Rogan where I heard this shit from. And you can basically believe everything on Joe Rogan. Of course. I will check that out. But But you know what? I love that you brought up the ocean, man, because I feel like we're very curious about what's above us, but like three, what the hell is below us, bro? What? Like, let's see what percent of the oceans is covered. Only like, I think three to five. Like, see, and I think about that, like, and, and is it truly three percent or like, are they like, do we even percent? know that? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't even know. Bro, but like, I feel like octopus are aliens. Like, do you see what those things look like? I mean, there's so many species. Cal- calamari. <laughs> and I was sitting there the other night eating calamari and I'm going to go again tonight. And, uh, where do you was, go? I go to Cal- uh, Capitol Grill. Cause okay. I don't, you know, I don't like, you're a big fan of Capitol Yeah, Bay. I hate the traffic. Yeah. So, let's see what percent of the Jelly Ocean is discovered. 5% of Earth's oceans have been explored. Allegedly. Allegedly. Bro, we don't exactly. Even know. Yeah. So, I feel like, you know, they just now told us about aliens. They've known for 400 billion million years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, what percent? Like, maybe there's actually 20% Aquaman's down there, and they're having, like, freaking, like, Whole of the universe down there, bro. Can you imagine that? Five percent. Would you um? So we James more than five percent of our lives already. I know, like we haven't even seen anything. So James Cameron, another big director, Titanic. And, yes. Um, the one with the blue people, Avatar. They're making <laughs> he, another one. They are. Yeah. He's, he's crazy, but he went uh, like as a part of the Titanic um, filming it. He he, I don't know if he went to the lowest point a human has ever gone, in a man-made ship, but like he like traveled very low. And like not experienced, not trained, like just a fucking director. Like, would you do that? Would you go to like the pitch black was by yourself, by himself, in a small little pod, small little pod? I would do it. Yeah, James Cameron. Like he went. Like I, I wish I had the specific well, amount. Let me get it. But like, have you ever gone skydiving? I have not, but I would. 
so I feel like it's a it's like you're jumping out. You're like right before you're jumping out. You're like, you know, I could I could fucking die, and it would probably like hurt for a split second. Really yeah, bad. I would like feel that a little bit. Yeah, but like, but like, I think it would be obviously way worse drowning in a pitch black, yeah, pitch black quad that's like so <laughs> freezing. Okay, so in March of 2012, James Cameron made a record-breaking solo dive to Earth's lowest point, successfully piloting a submarine nearly 11 kilometers deep to the bottom of the Marina Trench. Um, I, I'll get the that's 6.8 miles. That's far, bro. <laughs> Absolutely, the water pressure. Like he probably had to go in that hyperbaric exactly. chamber. It was like that. So if that thing cracked open, like he would just be, he would explode. Oh, uh, yeah. Was so it explode or you just get squeezed? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Pressure. I don't I have know no what idea. that looks like or what. Yeah. But I think it would actually explode or implode. That was yeah. another movie I really liked that they uh, recently came out with. Yes. Like Megalodon. Yes. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Was yeah, it yeah. called Megalodon? I forgot the I name of it. it. That was, like, it was a good movie. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I like those movies. Yeah. So that was good. And it leads me into the hyperbaric chambers. So like for like medical things, do you like, do you still, like I, I did stem cell recently on, on my knee and you know, I am actually going to go and get a consultation to get an operation. Well, but I did stem cell in the beginning of the year after a jujitsu incident, tore my meniscus. And I felt like pretty, like, like I wasn't walking. And so like, after like the next week or so, I felt pretty like the inflammation, everything went down. Whoa. And uh, I, I got back into it way too soon. It just completely ripped my knee apart. So, but like, have you had any studies or have you met with anybody and any encounters? Like, look, we brought the hyperbaric chamber. I love listening to Rogan on different yeah, yeah, things for like health and just, you know, how to like, just natural remedies. Because the last thing I want to do, you know, and, and I hate to like just tear people apart, but, you know, I don't, I don't trust big pharma and like just put things in my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know we drink like, you know, Red Bull and people have all these arguments and shit, but it's like, just leave me alone. I, I don't put those pills in my body or I don't take yeah. that, that whatever shots and shit like that. So with that though, what are your thoughts on like, Have you heard any cool health shit or so I um I began reading a lot of Zen last year. Yeah. Um and like I'm pretty obsessed over that. But um, you know, Zen discusses a lot of things, but like a big piece of Zen that like I really um, connected heavily with is that, you know, just mental strength. Absolutely. So, you know, you have a lot of people that will, you know, deteriorate. I love you took this. Of course. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people will, like, you know, physically, you know, go through issues and deteriorate. But, like, it's as simple as, like, you know, like, mentally. Like, if, you, if you're if you telling yourself that, like, you're going to break down or, like, you're not healthy and you're not, you know, going to survive, like, that plays a big role, man, like, in you know, the outcome for sure. Um, so I think it all starts, like, with your mind. And, like, I would even say sometimes it's, like, a 50-50. Like, you know, it's... Yeah, we, we got to find ways to, like, you know, improve our physical health. Obviously, a lot of that goes into what we put in our bodies, you know, the amount of exercise we do. But at the end of the day, like, you know, what's your will to survive? Like, you know, mentally, like, do you have the strength? Um, because that plays a big role. And, like, I think that, you know, it is scary sometimes, like, seeing, like, life, you know, can change for a lot of people really quick. But I think at the at the root of it, you got to be really strong mentally. And that just works for life. Success, yeah. business, willpower. You know, just, yeah. willpower, and just how you speak to yourself is so vitally important. Exactly. Right? Like, that's how I start my day every day. It's just the affirmation. You're very good at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, you you got to be. You know what I mean? I think anybody that's maintained some form of success, like you said, that fear of failure, it all kind of correlates back to, like, individuals that are so relentless. That's like, it's almost not even necessarily, like, there's no fear of failure. It's like, you're just so stubborn and set on believing in yourself and loving yourself yeah. that there is no other option other than, than success and health and, and just blessings. Exactly. And those are the best people to be around. And from, from my experiences, it's those stubborn people that believe so heavily in themselves that it's, you know, hey, look, I have zero fear of failure or I'm just a really hard worker. It's like you really just talk good to yourself. You really think good to yourself. And that's like the cornerstone of success is how that mind is working. It's everything, man. Yes. I got one more good philosophy for, uh, yes. philosophy for you if you're ready. Um, so, because, you know, I, I just, like, love looking at, like, you know, unique ways of thinking, like, you know, studying unique philosophies, or philosophers, etc. Um, I came across this one called Ikigai. Have you heard of Ikigai? No. So it's a Japanese philosophy. Um, in Japanese, Ikigai um, pretty much means your reason for being. Yeah. Um, so maybe we can pull this up again after, but, like, it's a Venn diagram with four circles. And it pretty much says, if you're able to do and find something that encompasses each of these four circles, you'll find your reason for being. First off, you got to find something or do something that you love, do something that you're good at, do something that the world needs, and do something that you can get paid for. 
So if you're able to, again, find something that like a makes reason for being exactly. And I feel like I have that with my podcast now, you know, like I'm, I'm good at it. It's paying yes. me. The world needs it. I think everybody needs, uh, you know, advice. So it's four, four things. I think it's passion, it. yep. profession, vocation, mm-hmm. and mission. Exactly. And, and then it goes on out and guys look this up. It's I as an ice K as in Kit Kat, I G A I guy. And then it goes out and it says what you love, what the world needs, yep. what you can be paid for, what you're good at. Yes, sir. I love this. So I think, yeah, go into life and like, I think you found your guy for sure. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And like that. more people need to like think about that for sure. I love this. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be something you're going to do for like I'm 30, 40 years. Our company group good, right man. Now. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, and you got, you, you can find a reason for being for a month, you know, if you're about to start a new project and you're thinking about, okay, should I start this or should I not? You know, think about it. Do I love it? Am I good at it? Am I going to get paid for this? Do other people need this? Yes, dude. Yep. And payment also doesn't always have to be money. It can well, be experience. I love you all, and you always bring it up. You know, anytime you guys check out any of his content, it's phenomenal. It's way better than what we're putting out right now. <laughs> but it, it, it's phenomenal. And he's got such a big heart. That's what I love about you. Appreciate you, you know it's like, Thank you. And it's like, I feel like with you, we just got this natural connection where it's like, we may go like a month without talking. It's just like, one of those true attacks, it's like yeah, back to normal. You exactly. Know? It's like, always. And I think, and I think of that, and I think of just the value you bring everybody, and just you know all the amazing guests and everything that you have on your, your podcast, and you always bring it up. It's like, look, you know, value's a two way street. And I share, I'm like, look, dude, check out this other dude. He's young, he's crushing, yeah. just like us, and and he's right. Reciprocity is a major key, and again, another cornerstone to success. Stop 100%. asking without giving, and the best leaders they don't even ask; they just give. Exactly. And the best people they truly have a servant heart, and it's like, hey, look, here's what I got hope it adds value and whatever else the, whatever the world and God wants to pour back into you let it be exactly there's more like when you have an abundance mindset and I already know you do mm-hmm. it's like well you know I'm gonna give and it's just because the world has so much to give back to me it, I don't need to ask you know what I mean if it happens it happens like you attract I, I love this the, one of the dudes I introduced today he's really intelligent his name is Spencer Allen yeah. and uh, so he works here and he does a lot of other things as well he's good with the crypto and stocks and real estate oh, and, uh, you know, he was saying, we were meeting this morning, he was like, you know, dude, the, the biggest thing with me is like, because he was like, you know, one of our clients to live in financial services, mm-hmm. hit him up for $3 million of insurance. Big product, like, that's a big policy, good sale. And I was like, would you follow up with him? He was like, nah. And I was like, because sales is like, big thing, it's follow up. Of course, like, always. He's like, with me, you know, and I love this. And he's like, dude, I'm always so open. I'm like, dude, you know, do what you want. Let, like, maybe it'll work. Maybe we can change and we can grow you know, 10%. That'll just completely impact the company so greatly. And he's like, look, you know, I'm, I don't chase because I live in a mindset of attract. Love that. If I start, you know, if I start chasing and chasing and I chase here and I chase there and I chase there, now I've got this foundation of chasing. And when you start to chase, you're telling the universe that you're, that you need and that you're lacking and you're, the universe doesn't necessarily get, it doesn't kind of decipher from what I've read you saying you need and you don't need. It just kind of corresponds with your energy. So if you're saying out there like, please help, it's it's almost like you're putting out there that you don't, you know what I mean? If that makes sense? Exactly, bro. And it kind of works yeah, in the There's some way. bars. No, I mean, I agree 100%. Like, always a two-way street, man. Like, you know, before I go into any situation, thinking about, like, what other people can give me, like, I'm constantly thinking, like, what can I do for other people? Um, and you got to lead like that. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a podcast, doesn't matter if you have a this type of business doesn't matter if you're doing that, this, I mean, like if, if you go into situations wanting to give first, like it always ends up working out. So absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad that we've realized that young though. Cause a lot of people like never do, man. Absolutely. Never realize yeah. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Favorite book and favorite music as we wrap up. That's a great question. Um, favorite book. Maybe a top three in each. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. Let me think really hard about that. Um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. Is a really good one. Um, Principles by Ray Dalio. Yes, yes, really good. great book. Yeah, yeah, long book. It's a big. It's a big. All book. his books are big. Dude. Yeah, but like very effective. Absolutely, the types of books that like make you want to like yeah reread them. Yeah, you know, check them out again. Um, I'd say The Alchemist is really good. I'm I'm big into business books and stuff. Yeah, but, I mean that that's probably the one where like it's a good story. Yeah, I think that on my list because I think it's one of Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. One of them. I, I oh, wanted to go through their top tens. Yeah. Uh, over this last year, and I'm, I'm kind of wrapping up on their top tens. Yeah. Most of them have been audio books because it's just kind of shit that I'm not gonna like 
need to know it's more like I was telling you, trying to understand their minds. Of course. Um, but that's dope. And the music we just did that, do it, do it, do it. That was a dope song. Yeah, that was a dope song. <laughs> is that what is that like your gotta put that in the favorite? description of the Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite artist or a favorite like song? Um, so I to? grew up like old school. Like, Same. I, I, I was in old soul, so like you know, Same. soul jazz. I mean, bro, like Motown was like, yeah. like a elite for me growing up. So um, I love that man. Like a favorite song, like At Last by Etta James. Like yeah, really, one of my favorite. That's a solid songs. song. Yeah, really good. Um, but I like love hip hop as well. I also yeah. grew up like around old hip hop too. Old hip hop, bro. Rob D, Jay Z, yeah. Nas. Um, and also West Coast. I mean, give any West Coast people love there. Uh, yeah. you know, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and Snoop, um, Tupac. I mean, bro, there's so much good music, but damn, like, what am I listening to right now? That's a better question. I mean, I listen to a lot of Drake. Um, we're both black and Jewish, so we gotta, gotta show love there. He's a goat. Bro. Yeah, he's a goat, man. I just, I went to that, so in Nashville, it took us a lot of songwriters, and we got Lady A, like, all personable, yeah, and yeah. like that. It was dope. But come to find out, like, all these artists just, like, buy songs. Interesting. Like everybody we love, they buy those songs. Wow. So, so they might help write, but that's like almost like 70%, like probably more like 30 to 40% of the time, they're just buying the song. I remember Drake like There's got into that Ghostwriter stuff. Yeah, yeah, like a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, unless he's one of those unique people, but like from all these professional artists I mean, with, they're like, yeah, dude, we buy our shit. Yeah. Which is why, I mean, this is, I mean, probably a great for, full circle. It broke for my heart. I don't know, it is crazy. Like, Aiden's heart just got broken. These people are not, like, writing the song. But you do have great artists that, like, obviously have, yeah. you know, like, you know, Michael Jackson, et cetera. Yeah. But um, that's why your personal brand, like, you know, who you are online matters so much. Bro. Absolutely. Because, like, people think that, like, you know, a lot of these individuals are writing songs. But yeah. at the end of the day, they just have such strong audiences. And the brands are just huge. But I get torn on that because you, you don't see these very talented musicians freestyle when it comes to the... Yeah, you know, artists or things like that. So it's like, do you think that's like a a key indicator, like of? I feel like it should be. Yeah, it's like, all right, let's see you freestyle because it's like if you can really powerfully freestyle. So I feel like the the, the real thing with music isn't necessarily just to have a word play, but it, it's almost more to have a heart play. What can you make someone feel? That's fire. You know what I mean? For yeah, me, yeah. My, music's always how do you make them feel? Yeah, because I don't necessarily I don't even hear the lyrics. For me, I hear first, I hear the rhythm. And I hear like the the, the true music, and exactly. then then the lyrics is kind of like the cherry on the cake, uh, or whatever the fuck it would be for for me. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's like I think it's it's definitely a hard thing. That's and, cool, and, bro. And when you see freestylers that like really go off, that's that's kind of the thing. I know you gotta you gotta take off, right? Yeah, I do got one more book though. If that's okay. Yes. Um, I'll just leave your listeners with this. It's called Measure What Matters. It's by John Dewar. Yeah. Um, and it speaks about this principle called. Um, KPIs, key performance indicators. Yeah. I think that we go into... Um, I'm going to write the down. Oh. Sorry, not KPI. That's another book. These yeah. are called OKRs, Objective Key Results. Um, so I think in just giving a broad view example, like a lot of times we want to do things. We want to make podcasts. We want to, um, you know, get on our basketball team. We want to, um, you know, make a new hobby, etc. But those Imagine. are like broad statements, bro. Like, you know, those are just big objectives. But how do we actually like know how we're getting there. So you got to give yourself an objective. That's yep. a big thing that you want. And then the KRs, the key results. I'm, I'm writing this down. Try and give like actual things that can help you get there. So if you want to make a podcast, okay, that's my big objective. Yeah. One key result is I'm going to have to interview X amount of people. I'm going to have to, um, you know, put out like X amount of episodes over X amount of months. So that's like, those are physical things that you can actually cross out. And like, yes. I have numbers attached to them too. So you know, if you're and who's this guy again? John Dewar. John, De I mean John Dewar has been a fucking doer since. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a big name, right? <laughs> Dewar. That's yes, awesome. Sir. So wrapping up here again, we Atlanta Campbell. Where can they find you? Of what course. What can you advertise? Please take advantage of the two of listeners. Of course, of course. Well, first let me <laughs> give you a reason to check my stuff out because you know Love you lead with value. Yes. Um, if you want the best advice for the most successful people, you should check out my content. We've interviewed people like the co-founder of Apple, co-founder of Twitter, big angel investors huge athletes hall of fame athletes politicians so again i'm just trying to share the best advice for people who's your favorite wasniak wasniak for yep. sure i mean him talking about Guys, creating wasniak. he yeah. brings the most value the founder of this the yes. founder of all, this, yeah. all of you should have <laughs> exactly um so yeah i uh i'm on instagram it's my name three times landon yep. landon landon like beetlejuice say it three yes. times 
Um, and then on Twitter, it's uh, Landon Twenties. Yes. And the podcast is called In Their Twenties. Find it at InTheirTwenties.com yep. on our socials. Uh, bro, this was a pleasure though. Absolutely. I really enjoyed this so much, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely, dude. Thank you, and a, a little special rest in peace to uh, your boy. I appreciate that, Michael. Thank All you. Love. Rest in peace, brother. Thank so, you. So uh, let's go. Peace, dog.